If you're a parent, you've probably noticed the world is moving pretty fast and its ideas are moving right along with it. And if you're like me, you might not be too happy about some of those ideas, especially when you realize they're being forced on our kids at an extremely young age. So what can we do about that? That's an important question given that we as parents are ultimately responsible for raising our children. Talking to our little ones is a great place to start and reading to them is a great way to promote discussion. That brings me to a vital resource I want you to be aware of. It's a picture book for readers aged 4 through 9, which introduces the topic of compelled speech to children. Ollie Adamson's Strawberries Are Red, a story about compelled speech, gently introduces this topic and is sure to encourage great discussion between you and your little one. Freedom of speech is essential, and our children should be made aware of this. This book is available on Amazon, and I encourage you to order your copy today. We owe it to our kids. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Clean Libertarian Podcast. How are y'all doing out there? Um, I'll tell you, man, I tasted the best brisket of my entire life today. I went with a buddy of mine uh, down to Texas. We went to, I believe the town is called Argyle, Texas, but it's called 470 Barbecue. Guys, if you're in Texas, if you're going down that way, go grab you some sliced brisket. Holy shit. And here's the other thing, man. It's a barbecue shack up front. Out back is the uh, is a gun club. <laughs> so it's like barbecue and guns, man. You cannot beat it. It's so great. Uh, what else is going on? So something exciting in the Sober Caucus. Listen, we have raised over $1,000. Guys, this is, it's happening, right? Like, Man, that's so cool. Um, the community has really stepped up and uh, put their arms around us, helped us out. They believe in our vision. Man, and, and here's the thing is there's going to be sober spaces and inclusive you know, events at a lot of these different LP functions around the country. Moving forward from that, you know, long term, we're hoping to see maybe a couple of scholarships for treatment. You know, um, you know that's, that's the broad term goal is to have a place to where if somebody is in the LP, maybe, you know, even just a member or even a candidate for a campaign, all of a sudden they start really struggling with their addiction or alcoholism. They can reach out to us and we'll we'll get them into treatment, hopefully. So that's the future goal. That's where I want to see this caucus go. But for the immediate sense, we're at least making some changes where we can. And so uh, thank you to everyone who has contributed, who has pitched in. And uh, yeah, man, so exciting stuff all the way around. And I'm especially excited for you guys to hear this episode that I have today with BK. Um, You guys know him from the Dad Roundtables. BK is a very good friend of mine. I've got to know him on Twitter. He's one of the dad crew. And the the guy's just awesome, man. Um, We talk about community. We talk about building what we have in our local communities. And we also talking about looking past some of the downfall of other people, right? Like kind of looking past the politics somebody else may espouse and finding that common ground and working with them. And I don't know, man, it's just a wonderful conversation. You know how I do it around here, man. Nothing but white pills from this, from this podcast. So um, here is BK. 
All right, man. <laughs> so, uh, monster trucks, huh? Yeah, dude. Fucking monster trucks. Never even like, never watched them. Never cared about them. Never really got involved in anything like that. And then uh, the wife was because my kids like he's big into. Uh, you know, like tractors and heavy equipment, you know, like that sort of shit. So that like, that's his jam. Yeah. I'm like, all right, man, cool. Well, fuck it. You know, I see that. And my wife found it and she's like, Hey, we should go and check it out. See what he does. And we fucking showed up, man. Five minutes in little fuckers, just wired, Dude, just <laughs> pumped, like jumping up and down Hell and like yeah. clapping and yelling. Hell you know, yeah. he's got these big old head. He can't hear himself talking. So he's just fucking screaming. And yeah. it's like, I love this. <laughs> was it uh was it indoor or outdoor? Yeah, it was indoor. Uh the okay. Grand Rapids has got they've got this great fucking venue, uh Van Andel Arena, it's where the uh Grand, like the Griffins play. And what they do is every once in a while they'll pull in some random shit and they just filled that fucker with uh sand and built like a uh you know, like just so you picture uh an ice hockey rink, right? Yeah. yeah. And right at center ice, they just built this big uh I don't know, kicker, sort of whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. And then they just let these dudes go nuts. And dude, they're fucking awesome. Like, oh, man. dude, it was great, man. I did. I honestly, I'm not going to lie, dude. I did not expect it. I thought it was going to be like, I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll just do this because the kid wants to. Right. Five minutes in, I was right there with him. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> like, you know? Hell yeah, man. It was Hell a great yeah. show. And they like they do it right, man. It's like uh it's kind of like wrestling, but with uh really big trucks. Yeah. You know, so like they fuck with one another and like there's this you know, like they they've got their personas and they come out and they do their shit. It was cool, man. Like I, I'm sold. I, I didn't think I'd say it, but after seeing it. Dude, I'd recommend it for everybody. That shit was fun. Well, there you go. Out there, if you're listening, you got some youngsters. Take them to a monster truck show. Now, I asked if it was indoor because, like, when I was a kid, that's, you know, here in Oklahoma City, we have a little arena at the fairgrounds, and it was indoor. And holy shit, those things are loud. Yo, oh, dude. Crazy loud. I couldn't believe, like, there, there were people there that didn't have, like, you know, I had my range muffs on. Yeah. So, like, I had my ears. So I'm like, yeah, fuck that shit. I couldn't believe there were people that were just sitting in there without them. I'm like, that, that doesn't make any sense. Like kids without them too. I'm like, man, this is way too loud. Yeah. Tonight is you know? dude forever, forever yeah. and ever. That's a permanent I'm... ringing right there. That's going to happen. In those people's <laughs> lives, bro. Right. That ain't never going away. <laughs> but yeah, man, I remember, I remember seeing that as a kid and uh, just being, and still today, man, like I'll see clips. I'm like, dude, those trucks are fucking huge, man. Yeah. And like, they're going upside down and they're doing shit they weren't doing back oh, then. Dude, like when they do the uh the fucking wheelies on their front tires, yeah. That shit's fucking legit, dude. I I mean, like, <laughs> you really gotta practice and like it the uh it's kind of one of those things where every time you see a professional do something, you really genuinely appreciate how much time and effort it took to get that good. Yeah. And watching those dudes, I was like, man, there's no way in fuck that I could ever do that. Just no nah, chance, you nah, know, <laughs> bro. No, nah. no, nah, I'd like, I'd like creep up the hill a little bit and be like, no, nah, we're good. We're right. All right. And like, I'm watching these fucking giant trucks that are like a story tall, starting to half tall, you know, fucking 15, 16 foot in the air. And they're also gaining 16 foot in the air off these jumps. 
and like in my mind, like I remember jumping cars when I was a kid, you yeah. know, cause like we had, uh, you know, like, I don't know how you grew up, but we grew up, you know, kind of like out in the middle of nowhere and there was a bunch of train tracks and shit like that. So we found the ones that we knew we could jump and we'd fuck it. Like, you know, you mad it and you go <laughs> and you're like, fuck it. I hope we make it sort of shit. And, uh, I'm watching that and going like, these dudes are getting twice as much air as we ever dreamt of yeah. getting, you yeah, know, dude. and they're doing it and they're controlled. Like I've, I was fucking legitimately impressed, man. I, yeah, that's, I, the, that's I'll, the real deal, bro. That's the real deal right there. Um, speaking of making memories, man, do you guys, do you, are you much of a fisherman? Yes. Uh, not as much as I'd love to be. I, uh, you know, like the, the last couple of years, like we just moved back to Michigan uh, a couple of years ago. So now I'm actually getting back into it where I know where to go, you know, like on the rivers and streams that I grew up on. And then uh, we grew up on Lake Michigan. So my dad had a boat, so we'd go big lake fishing. Yeah. And that was, that was a big thing. You know, like our freezers always full, was always full, you know, uh, and that's what we did. But uh, so I'm getting back in now. I got to learn a little bit about the local area because I never fished around here. Like before when I lived here, uh, the only thing I was really doing was bar hopping, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like that sort of shit. Like I didn't get outdoors and then I moved to a fucking bigger city and got even less outdoors, you know, it just got suburbanized essentially. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited about this spring, man. Uh, we're going to, I'm going to teach, uh, I'm going to take the, fucking tornado out and teach them how to fly fish see that's where it's at man so like where i'm at uh central oklahoma oklahoma doesn't really have great water anyway maybe yeah. eastern is okay but central like everything around here is man-made okay it's just trashed out to no end right yeah yeah like, public lakes are just dog shit but um i took the kid it was been a few years man but i took her out east and i got her to catch a bass on a lure i put a wacky rig on and okay. uh it nailed it man and just the look in her eyes i need to take her back this year you know i need to <laughs> yeah yeah need to keep doing that man those moments are great you know <clears throat> yeah dude that's a, that's one of those things like the the beauty about having kids and raising kids is like you like you remember your first time like fishing or hunting or doing it or like jumping on a skateboard or any of those fucking things, you know, like you remember your first times, but the cool thing about having a kid is that you get to watch someone else experience that. And that's like, dude, I'm sorry. Like I love like my memories of learning how to do stuff are great, but I'm having way more fun watching my son, learn new stuff that i knew you know Hell like yeah. than i did when i did it you know like because yeah. fucking like i like i i it's easy to forget how that joy and that happiness uh as an adult but then you see your kid learn something brand new for the first time and do it and pull it off and you feel like you're more excited about that than you are about anything else yeah, it's just like, yeah, dude, fucking you nailed it, man. Like, you got like, it. <laughs> like, I think about, uh, you know, like watching it, we were, uh, like uh, with my kid riding a bike, right? I, uh, I was like, I'm all fuck it, no training wheels, like, let the kid fucking learn. And my wife's more like, 
okay, wait, let's pump the brakes here. <laughs> like, let's, yeah. you know, like, let's not injure him severely. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, right. You know, you get that. And she's like, we got to get him a helmet. And I'm like, what the fuck is a helmet going to do? Oh, and then I'm like, all right, yeah, whatever. Fucking yeah. get a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> so so we put him on, and he's got the training wheels. So, I, you know, like I gave a little bit for that. I was like, yeah, fuck it, dude. You're, you know, you'll learn your shit little bastard takes like 15 minutes to get it and i'm like i'm taking those training wheels off like just no questions and yeah. popped him off he got on that and he just fucking took off dude took and i was off, like huh? there we go didn't even eat shit and i was impressed because like i remember eating shit when i was learning oh, how to ride a god Dude, like, remember? That? So bad. Yeah, so bad. right? Just blood everywhere and, like, picking <laughs> out gravel out of your arm and your knees yeah. and shit like that. And he just fucking, he smoked it, man. And then he turned around and came right back. And I'm like, dude, that was way cooler watching you do that than it was me learning to do it. And yeah. that's kind of one of those, like, rewarding aspects of being a parent is that you get to see that shit. And you're like, wow, this is this is a way better experience than what I had only because, like, I get to, like, you know, like, you coach them and you tell them and you train them. You're like, all right, this is what you got to do. But then you also watch them accomplish something on their own. And you're like, dude, that's fucking it, man. rad, man. That's rad. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> So, I got hey, it. dude, before we go any further, though, we need to talk about you, man. Okay. Um, we got to talk about that Oklahoma Libertarian Party, like the award you got for the advocacy. And, I, like, I mean, tell tell everyone who's listening about that because I don't think you've talked enough about it, man. This is a big deal. Yeah, man, it, it was kind of cool. Um, so, like, the OKLP gave me the uh, Activist of the Year Award and. This was the first year they gave out one of these awards. So I think I really got it for like the uh, work that I'd done with the party for, you know, the entirety that I've been yeah. with them. But man, like, you know, you've seen the stuff that we did for like the halfway house. Like we, we, uh, there was a halfway house of a, but a buddy of mine owns and we had a bad ice storm come through and knock the power out. They lost all of their food. Um, a couple of the residents lost work. So like, Okay. His house was about to fold. Like they weren't going to be yeah. able to pay their bills. Like it was over and, you know, um, started up a fundraiser and we ended up keeping them open. They now have multiple locations, man. It's not just that one house. That's anymore. fantastic, man. Fuck That's yeah, so dude. cool. Dude, you're you know? killing it. <laughs> it's just, but here's the thing, right? So like everything that I do, it's like a stuff that other people have done for me. And I'm just keep doing that thing. Right. Like play it forward. Yeah. Fuck, man. If I don't, then I, I stay stuck in self. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I'm I'm my own worst enemy, right? Like, if, if I stay <laughs> we here, all are. Dude. We all are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Fuck, I got to stay out of this. And the only way to do that is to, I don't know, kind of get get myself involved in somebody else's struggle and, like, help them make it through that. Then uh, maybe. Dude, you're making a difference, man. And that's a big thing. And, you like, I'm glad that you got recognized for that because I saw it and I was like, that's fucking rad. You know, like, I want to fucking. I thought it was great, but, like, there's also that part of me that's like, man, the other people are, deserve this more than I did. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, yeah. man. Like, because I look at the things that I do, it's kind of selfish because, like, I do it so I don't fucking twist off right? like, <laughs> i do it so i could stay sane and stay through my day you know it's just it's just you know happenstance that it's like benefiting other people in the process but 
you know, it is what it is, man. It's kind of like getting patted on the back for going to work. It's like, fuck, we all got to go to work, oh. right? I mean, yes, to a certain extent, but also like the fact is you're changing lives and that's a big deal, you know, and like you and you're passionate about what you're doing. And I feel like, you know, like I want to give you that recognition because that's important, man. Like there's not a lot of people doing that these days. And, you know, like we were talking about it the other day where we want to get into like, I don't know, some form of uh, recognizing that just because you you know, like you're not living someone else's life doesn't mean you can't respect what they're doing. Right. And so, you know, like I see what you're doing. Like that's a fucking big deal, man. Like it's really cool. And well, you know, what burns me up is that like for every one person that I have the presence of mind to help in a moment, there's probably like 30 or 40 that I don't even recognize need my help that I pass up entirely. And so that's kind of that thing. Like, you know, remove head from ass. <laughs> you know, type of deal and i'm i don't know bro like it's it's hard man it, it's real fuck because it's real easy you know and it's really easy to see my own problems and i think we all struggle with this and kind of be stuck in that spot right and then like yeah that's everything my yep. problems are everything and you know there's value to that there's certain merit but at the same time man there's there's a lot of folks out here that need us just as much as we need them right well, I think, you know, a lot of the thing is you see the narrative trying to split everybody, trying to, like, get you into your camp, you know, and that's not necessarily a good fucking mentality no. at all, you know, and but people are falling into it. And I think that there's so much pressure right now to um, to find your uh, – Fuck, I don't want to say like find your tribe because that sounds like kind of uh, flaky or anything like that. But like, I think we all recognize that like you got to find the people that you got that you agree with right now because things are really bad and you got to focus on that shit. So I kind of lost my train of thought. But what I was going with is that like you know we're we're losing a lot yeah. uh, by not just understanding that everyone's going through their own shit you know like that's uh, that i think that's the ultimate like underlying theme is everyone else is going through their own shit yeah and if you fucking like start spouting off on someone that you don't know or judging someone that you don't know you're losing so much because you're shutting them off from you right there if someone comes to me and says uh you know, I would, I would be, I would love to hear what you have to say about this issue. Then I'm going to be like, yeah, fuck it, dude. Let's talk. You know, like, let's hang out. Let's go through it. I want to hear what you have to say now too, because you're open-minded and like cool with it. But when people just give those definitive, like, no, you're fucking wrong. Fuck you. I hate you. There's no, there's no way to work with that. No, you, know, you can't go any further. And it, it, and that's where we're at now is that there are so many people that are just like, man, fuck you. I don't care. I don't right. want to be a part of your shit. You know? And it's like, dude, that's not right. Because mm-hmm. you know, like I, I grew up, I grew up with, with no God, no religion, uh, no politics, no, no concept of like who like money or anything like that. Like my parents just kept me outside of everything. And it was a beautiful fucking way to grow up because now I don't like those things aren't important. Now I view it. I'm like, all right, no, tell me about you. Tell me about your life and what you're going through. And 
we've lost that man yeah we have it's going bad and i feel like i feel bad for the people who don't recognize that because all of this shit that's coming and all of the shit that we're dealing with is like shocking to them which is weird because to me it's like no this is this was what's gonna happen like we watched it play out you know like you can't change things that like are just obviously going to happen yeah i tell you man like i've been seeing this happen since 2020 since that summer you remember the blm uprising you oh, saw, yeah. i mean across the country what one thing that i noticed during that time is that okay I'll, and i'll specifically call it because there's a zero percent chance i'll ever hear and if he does flame me on twitter whatever dude but eric <laughs> july eric july he um there was somebody who got like fucked up by one of the cops at one of these protests, right? Like really fucked up in an egregious way. And it was a clip of it. Yeah. It's all the person laying down. Like the cop was in the wrong. It wasn't okay thing to do. Um, and, you know, he was like, oh, you know, I don't care about what this person, what the cop did to this person. What were their politics? And that's where I was like, whoa, hold on a second here. And I started seeing that left and right, right? Like I would see it from yeah, here and there. Yep. And it's always the big follower accounts, the, the talking heads in the movement who will espouse this like real tribalistic, our camp versus everybody else's camp. And the reason that they can take that is because they already have their cult-like following. They don't right, have to yeah. worry about working with other people like you and I do. Yep, yep. You know, like we don't have that luxury. We don't have people paying us a Patreon every month. Not that we would want to, but I'm saying like, we have to work jobs. We got to like, actually go, we got to fucking bring some money in too. Yeah. 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 And we got to live in communities that may not be, you know, uh, cherry picked, you know, to our liking. It's just, it is what it is, man. Yeah. Um, that's a, one of those like interesting aspects, though, is that, and I've noticed this since I got on Twitter, which is it was like Twitter totally revolutionized the way I saw the world. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to lie about it. Like, it really actually, because it brings in so many different perspectives. Yeah. And you can kind of pick and choose like where you fit in and who you want to listen to. And you can create an echo chamber or you can create this broad spectrum of opinions and kind of like get a a solid uh i don't know example of how society works it's a really like social media is fucking wild just in and of itself it's crazy and and like but you can't if you're if you're honest about it if you're objective you're open you can find voices like reasonable voices that come from different perspectives that will tell you about, you know, like, we'll give them the, like your, their opinion. And you'd be like, oh, shit. Well, I didn't really think about it like that. It doesn't necessarily change how you think about the subject, but it changes how you work with the subject. Right. You know? And, you know, like, like you were just saying, is that, you know, like, you see someone, you're like, okay, yeah, wow. Like, that's, I agree. Or I disagree totally. <laughs> but but you have to find like all right is it though like as opposed to just getting fucking irate and screaming at them do you instead be like man you know what fuck it i'm gonna reread this like clear-minded i'm just gonna walk through it and i'll read it from their perspective and i'm gonna try to understand where they're coming from and then when 
when you get done, you can apply, then you can apply how you think about the situation yeah. and find it. And we've lost that. We, we've fucking totally lost it. Yeah. And it's just not there anymore. And I, it's, it's like, man, if everyone just fucking sat back, shut the fuck up for a couple minutes, actually listened to everybody else, we wouldn't be like, you know, <laughs> fucking so angry at everybody. No, we really wouldn't, man. And that's, that's kind of the thing. So more often than I straight up man i came from the left bro like i came from oh, the shit. left yes i didn't know I did. that yes what? like i i oh, geez, tell in. the story tell the story i chipped in for bernie's 2016 campaign i Get gave that man money here. no for real for real wow. i did i actually okay, so did. now is it because like how you grew up or no uh, well i maybe because like my parents were like straight up republican like you know big time republican and i think that's kind of and just to theorize too, so like I listen to a lot of punk rock. I love punk rock. Punk rock is like okay, my, my genre, right? Yep. That's new punk, genre. new punk is very hardcore left. Old punk, kind of, but you could also find plenty of conservative, more conservative examples, dude. You know, I think. I, think it, I mean, if we want, if we want to get into punk rock, which I think we could table for later, but because uh, <laughs> like that's a whole different thing. But I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, fucking flat out dead Kennedys. If they had been like, if they were fresh now instead of way back in the day, they would have been canceled. They would have been supported by probably like one weird aspect. But the fact of the matter is, is like they were anti-government and they wouldn't be accepted by the people who are anti-government and they would be embraced by the people who are pro-government like that's yeah. how fucked up our time is is that like these you know these fucking old school punk bands man like they they nailed it they knew what the fuck was up yeah and they were way way ahead of their time and you know those of us fucking jammed to them like we know we're like oh shit now like when i was younger i'd hear them be like oh this is a catchy tune like i like it and I'm, i feel like rebellious i'm a fucking punk rocker now I'm a fucking old ass dude. Like, you know, I wake up and my back hurts just because I slept wrong. That's not fucking punk rock, <laughs> but no. I still listen to those dudes. And like, now I hear their songs and I'm like, fuck, you guys knew what the fuck was up. Like you yeah. called it out. Like you really were spot on. Like this, the problem is not anything but the government, mm -hmm. you know? And like, it's it's something that like everybody everybody should listen to punk rock. Fuck yeah, <laughs> like old school. So like especially like Crass, right? So okay, this is a yeah. pretty hardcore for their time leftist band, but they also have a song called Bloody Revolutions, and they specifically call out Marxism as being another nice. bullshit system. Yep. Um, and you know you think about that, and they would be so they're so right, you know, like the any system they what do they say. Systems kill, right? Across mm -hmm. the board. like all government is force. And yeah. so you listen to something like that. And then my last punk show that I went to, there was this band called Cop Out playing. And Cop Out, these guys were young enough to be like the people in Crass's kids. <laughs> all right. And they're like openly advocating like big government, big this, big that, big socialism, you know. And then also saying, like, cops are evil, kill cops, fuck Trump, all of this thing. And it's like, dude, I mean, you get it. Like, Trump's a piece of shit for sure. But but let's just take right. it. Like, 
cops are government, bro. <laughs> like, you know, like we, we got to acknowledge it. So it's almost like just the same way I rebelled from my parent. And this is, I'm going to circle it back because my ADD. Oh yeah. Off. yeah but, there uh, we go. <laughs> so I was raised in a Republican household, ended up bleeding pretty hard, you know, leaning hard left. I think it's kind of the same way with some of these punk bands, right? Like they like the genre, they like the sound, they enjoy the music, but they also have a drastically different mentality when it comes to how to fix the problems that we're faced with today. Okay. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Yep. You, I see, see that. what I'm saying. Yep. Absolutely, man. Bugs the shit out of me. Well, <laughs> hardcore. Look, the, the fact of the matter is, man, is, you know, our old, like, the punk rock that we grew up on, that punk rock was angry. That punk rock was fucking aggressive. That punk rock was pissed the fuck off. Yeah. And that's like, that's what caught us. And, the, you know, like anybody who listened to it, those in the like mind, they know is that it wasn't just about the music. It was about the fucking emotion. Yeah. Dude. Now, dude, you watch, the, like, you see the shit and like the emotions seem fake. I. Uh, mm -hmm. It doesn't seem like, you know, like everyone wants to talk about how angry they are about stuff, but like all the stuff that they're angry about is fucking bullshit. Like it's, it's not, it doesn't seem important. It's like, no. why are you focused on this? And that's why like the old school punk rock still resonates, particularly with our age group. Cause we're like, yeah, no, like we're still actually fucking pissed off. We're, we're still angry. Yeah. Like yeah. The, you guys are fucking everything up. And you're preventing us from fixing it because all the fuck we need is like two or three years. <laughs> just, just fucking let us just let us do our fucking thing for a little bit. Yeah. And we'll fucking solve your problems and then we'll go away because we don't want to fucking be involved. And yeah. that's I think that's something that like is it, it it's the the I, I suppose kind of some sort of white pill, uh, if you will, about our generation, you know, like that Gen X to upper millennial sort of generation is it like we really are just fucking tired of the shit and we just want to fix it and get the fuck out you know that's like it, man we don't like we don't want power we don't want to fucking control things we legitimately just want everyone to stop fucking with us and then we just want to go and do our own thing yeah and i think that mentality is going to win out i don't know how long it's going to take but i think that there's something there you know i really genuinely believe that like there are enough people now that are just fucking tired. Yeah. You know, there's, I, I think it's also, so like for a lot of us, right. I don't know about you, but I learned by failing. <laughs> That's the only okay. way I learned. Yeah. You cannot suggest a fucking thing to me, man. <laughs> like I ain't listen to that. I have to do it wrong. And then I'm like, Oh, okay. That didn't work. Yeah. You, you can only touch that burner on the stove so many times and burn your hand before you start to remember that person who said, Hey man, that stove's hot. <laughs> and then you're like, Oh shit, you're, you, you are correct. That stove is hot. <laughs> Motherfucker does burn. <laughs> and then I have to come up with my own idea on how not to touch that hot stove. And I think okay. that's kind of where our generation is at. Like we see, yeah, we would all want the world to be a certain type of way. Right? Like, yeah, man, I would love for racism and homophobia and poverty and hunger and war and all these things to be gone in the blink of an eye, but it ain't going to happen by giving the system more money. Right. <laughs> right. It ain't never going to happen like that, man. I mean, honestly, if if you legitimately think that doing the same goddamn thing that got us into the situation 
to fix the situation is gonna fucking work then you're be, like i can't i can't fucking reason with you anymore i can't no. and, like and that's you know like we were talking earlier about trying to like build bridges but there is a certain to a certain extent there are people that you cannot communicate with because like we were just saying like i'm sorry if the same thing that we've been doing for this long is fucking everything up and your answer is more of the same thing that's fucking it up i can't take you serious it's no. not like it's nothing personal i'm not like being mean i'm not being angry i don't want to fucking like i don't wish any ill will on you whatsoever but i can't fucking talk to you you no. know like i can't reason with you it's just not going to happen because if you legitimately think that what is happening right now and the proposed solutions to everything are right then you're not recognizing the base problems you know yes. like you're and so it's hard and, I, and like i feel bad because you know like i've got a lot of family members that uh kind of drift way out to the left you know yeah. and and like and I, you know for years and years i've been the way i am anyway like i don't fucking never liked government <laughs> just always been like yeah all right he's fucking crazy so like i'm used to it but one thing that I did learn is like, all right, you know, put politics away with family, put politics away with friends, just kind of fucking let it go. But when they bring it in, you gotta just be like, no, dude, I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to give you the fucking heads up and you're going to have to deal with it because I'm right. It's not, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like, no, only for real. You That's know, fucking great, just be like, I'm, I'm, but I'm right, okay? And I, I've proven that I'm right so many times that, like, we can't have this conversation anymore. So now let's lose the emotions that are tied into, like, the political and the religious and all that shit. Like, put your emotions aside and just remember that, like, we care about one another. Yeah. Like, it's cool and it's easy to just like we can be chill yeah we can't agree but like fucking relax man <laughs> you know like I mean, it's, not I, it's like this right so like if i see you laying on the side of the road you got a broken arm you're bleeding you need medical attention right now i'm not gonna run up and be like hey man what political spectrum do you fall in? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and I would for? <laughs> and I don't think they're gonna ask me the same thing either, right? Right. Well, where we are at right now is like, do we are fastly we are watching a bunch of people walking in the middle of a street with a bunch of semi-trucks coming careening <laughs> towards them. Pretty okay, we're about to see a it. lot of people injured. We had the president of the United States standing up at a press conference admitting that, yeah, there's going to be food shortages. Yeah, dude, I saw that shit. That's bro. fucked up. Bro, what? <laughs> okay, first and foremost, could you ever picture any president saying that up until now? I mean, no. really, like, think all the history is just like, you never hear. I saw that and I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, if you know some shit, you should you should tell us. Because <laughs> like, what, what are you not saying, bro? Right. Because <laughs> like, if if you're like you're already hedging your bets with, yeah, people are gonna go hungry. Yeah, that's not a good fucking. No, watch. bro. That's the soundbite <laughs> of, of the downfall, right there. That is the soundbite of the downfall. <laughs> I think you know the the shittiest part about it is it 
like it's become so politicized that they won't even tell us just basic truths and that's that's unfortunate because yeah. if honestly if government was transparent and honest i wouldn't be that pissed off about it you know it, it would never bother me it would be just be like ah fuck it all right whatever you guys do some things i don't give a shit leave me the right. fuck alone but because <laughs> because they don't actually fucking tell us what they're doing they take on this nefarious sort of role where like i can't i honestly legitimately cannot trust them because mm -hmm. they've never shown uh like any honesty or transparency None. so now when they say all this stuff i just i watch it and i'm going <laughs> you're fucking with me dude that's you gotta like, be right? yeah like, <laughs> just, not even, like i don't even care like it doesn't even they could be telling me about the fucking weather i'll be like you know what i'm gonna go outside instead because i don't trust you fuckers yeah i mean it but it, it's it's that so there's there's two types of people right and, right. and it's kind of like this the people who learn by touching the hot stove and they learn not to do that anymore Yo. And the people who keep touching the fucking stove well into their 60s. <laughs> and we see it happening. Okay, so. Uh, the boomers. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> we were driving back. We went down to Texas today with a buddy of mine. We went and picked up a truck he bought and got some badass barbecue. It was great. And then. Oh, yeah. Yep. We're driving through Ardmore, Oklahoma. Do you know where Ardmore, Oklahoma is? No, I, I know That's very little about that area. That is exactly my point. There is a Ukrainian <laughs> flag flying on the side of the highway no. in, in Ardmore, Oklahoma. What the fuck? The person who put that flag up has burned their hand on the stove continuously over and over again. <laughs> and it's like, it's just this shallow ass virtue signaling that I just, and I don't know, man. I know that I kind of feel like we're black pilling the audience at this point, but uh, fuck, you know what? Oh. Fuck the audience, man. Anybody, <laughs> who, Let me get this out of the way. Anybody who's listening to this, fuck you. You're probably a fucking con anyway. I don't give two shits. Oh. Fuck right off. Get that out of the way. That way, <laughs> I will take the opposite stance and say I love you guys. <laughs> but um, so like we see this, we see this happening, right? But the in the middle of all this, and and you touched on it earlier, and I I I happen to agree. If we could find that common ground in between right. me and that one person, if I can. I can usually peg like what are some areas I should not talk to you about within the first five minutes of meeting you. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like yep. definitely yep. tell that like the person who put that up in Ardmore, Oklahoma, I probably shouldn't talk to you about legalizing recreational black tar heroin, <laughs> but maybe, <laughs> maybe we can have a conversation on, on how tax dollars don't seem to fix these fucking potholes. How right? How no matter who gets voted in the office, we see the disparity, you know, continue and progress. And you know, you build from there, right? And I think that's that kind of thing. And you know, um, we talk you and I and and the rest of the guys on the dad roundtable constantly talk about building community. Yeah. Yep. And. and Man, no matter what, I don't know what, what we have on the horizon. It doesn't look good, uh, thank you that much. No. But, <laughs> but there's going to be people that we're going to have to work with what we don't agree with on everything. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that's kind of like uh, one of the really cool things, though, is that, like, yeah, you don't agree with somebody on everything. But that's a fun time to, like, actually start talking. 
like yeah. that's that's when you start getting in, in like engaged and like finding out little things because fuck it man like it's way better to talk to someone who doesn't think like you than it is to talk to someone who thinks exactly like you yeah you man. know like <laughs> I, I i love being challenged i love seeing it and what i think what they've kind of fucked with us over the last couple of years with is they made us enemies yeah you know like they, yeah. they've focused on trying to separate and i don't think that's right man like even people i don't agree with at all you know politically religiously uh anything like that so like yeah but you're still a fucking dude you know like, yeah we still hang out we still talk it's yeah. not you know like we're doing we're dealing with the same shit like we, we're both going to the gas station we're both you know like taking out the trash we're both fucking dealing with kids family work job life everything like that we have so much more in common than we do separate but everything about media right now is trying to like remind us of the small differences yeah i don't think that's fair i don't think that's right I think that's why, you know, like Michael Malice is fucking spot on when he said, like, the media is the fucking enemy. They yeah. are the enemy now. Like, they just keep making us tribes instead of, like, saying, hey, because remember when you were young, dude, like, the news was the news, you know, like, they just told you what happened that day. And that was it. That's done. Yeah. <clears throat> that was the news. Yeah. But now, man, like you watch it. I I do it for uh, almost like, you know, just to make sure that I'm paying attention to see like what the narrative is. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, now it's like that, yeah. that clickbait ticker banner at the bottom and four hours of confirmation bias. Right. Right. Yeah. That's all yep. it is. I mean, it's just, and, and they move from topic to topic doing the same fucking thing. Whereas, you know, back when you and I were coming up, man, uh, maybe there was like elements of that, but man, it wasn't anywhere near it what it is now. Dude, it didn't seem like it though. You know, yeah. like it seemed like we just got the news and then it was done. You yeah. know, like, and then it cut off and went right into your uh, like sitcoms or whatever it was. Yeah. But now, man, I watch it. It's just like it if you buy into it too much dude you're fucked yeah you're done you're toast man like my dad him and i you know we don't really talk anymore but he lives in on a mountain in the middle of nowhere he lives so like he he retired moved out of okay. the city moved up to the top of a mountain with his wife and they watch fox news all day oh, i shit. can guarantee you the conversations that are happening oh yeah time. i haven't yep. talked to him in years i know what that man thinks today yeah. <laughs> you know yep. just oh, based yeah. on that information <laughs> you know yeah um just crazy but so here's kind of a cool thing I've noticed, right? So I'm working in the mental health and substance abuse field, which is kind of a newer transition for me, you know, given that I've driven a truck for fucking years and now I'm <laughs> right. doing this. This industry has been absolutely uh, invaded by like the woke mindset. That is who runs these really? facilities. Oh my God. Yes. Like that okay. is like, it, so how do they, how does that bleed over into the day to day? So like what that looks like is um, a lot of people, okay, they, we don't say Latina or Latino. We say Latinx. We, we talk about people. Yes. Crazy. Um, Even Latinos don't like that. They hate it. My daughter's half Hispanic, you know, Um, dude, you think her family's going for that shit? No, (laughs) no, you know, um, at all. And so it's just little things like that. There's a lot of, um, 
there's there's cultural uh what do they call that man it's basically like a workshop you got to attend right they got cultural workshops where okay we're dealing with the general public and so they want us to be sensitive to other people's things and it's been an exercise for me because like it's not that i don't want to understand i i'm open to the idea of like your pronouns being this or that whatever like i just need time to learn i need some grace and so far yeah. they've shown me that and i'm getting okay it. cool cool but i i knew this kind of going into it and so as a result i do not talk about politics especially my politics at work <laughs> right because right. i know what that will result in yeah so as a result i've been able to kind of get to know these people absent of the politics they espouse because they kind of share i think they could kind of tell where i would mm -hmm. fall on the spectrum but they don't yeah. so i get to know who they are beyond that see beyond that's that cool shit. man yeah it's way cool man it's way better dude it's way better yeah um, you know like i was i, I mentioned earlier like i was raised without religion and without politics uh my parents they didn't uh we, we, they didn't take me to church because I told them I didn't want to go. And they were like, all right, cool. Yeah. Uh, they never talked about politics and they never talked about money. Those were the three. And so no, no religion, no politics, no money. <laughs> so I grew up in this way, like where if I asked a question, they like, they give me the answer, but they never told me about like how they felt or what they thought or what yeah. other people felt or what other people thought. So as I got older, it was like, wow, so these things actually really don't matter. You know, like, because people put, and, and, and I understand why yeah. people put so much weight into them. But realistically, they don't really matter that much when you're talking, like dealing with just in like one-on-one, -on -one, uh, you know, relationships, shit like that. It's like, I can forget all of those and just talk to a person and it would be really cool if everybody else could kind of start doing that. <laughs> Cause I feel like, like, I feel like that's like, that's the biggest thing is that, you know, like those are, those are two giant fucking concepts and yeah, like they're important to people, but that doesn't mean that you judge other people according to them, mm -hmm. you know? And yeah, I think yeah. that, I think that makes a little bit of sense. No, it does. It absolutely <laughs> does, man. And so, I think that's a valuable lesson that we can, you know, extract from this conversation is just wherever somebody's at in their community, like lead with the commonality, lead yeah. with that. Like you just know? fucking chill out, man. Like yeah. have a laugh. And that's, Unless you're I mean, socially just absolutely inept, in which case you're probably in a basement all day anyway, not ever coming outside to talk right. to the general public. You will be able to tell like who, where a person lands. Like, dude, confrontation has its place but it's not all the fucking time we weren't yeah. built like that man yep we weren't we're, we're better we're better when we work together uh yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean we're working for someone it means working with someone and i think that's a really big fucking like important like differentiation is that like you can work with people and you don't have to you don't have to do anything other than just accomplish that goal. Yeah. But don't and, work for people, you know, like that's, or I shouldn't say, don't work for, I mean, like 
don't work for the people who want it. Hey, this is fuck it. I'm just no, 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 no. I, it's tracking. I get what you're saying, man. <laughs> right. Like, don't trying, you but can work with people, too. but don't let them lead you. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you like, can still be autonomous. Yeah, like yeah. you still got your own. You you got your own shit. Hell like, yeah. Just fucking run with it. Like, it, I, I I don't know, man. I I feel like we've kind of lost our concept of individuality. Too. Yes, without a doubt, we have. You know, and here's the here's the one thing too that like. This is a brain virus. This this thought that I'm about to put out there is that you see it year after year. So we switch from a Democrat uh, administration to a Republican. Where you know Democrats complain about the thing the Republican does, then the Republican fan says, "Well, you remember when your Democrat did the same thing to us?" And it flip flops every year, right? Yeah, and yeah. so it's a constant. We it's like at what point? What we need to do is we need to hit that point to where it's like that shit didn't matter then. We have a crisis today in front of us. Let's focus on this together. Yeah, and move forward, right? Um, you know, no, like who, like you know, the eye for an eye makes the whole world go blind. Like, dude, and I'm not saying like if somebody fucking shoots your dog, yeah, you know, shoot them in the head and fine. But you know, <laughs> if something. <laughs> If somebody, you know, called you a bad word last week and they need your help today, maybe, you know, fucking swallow your pride, man, and help somebody else. Show some fucking humility. Yeah. Well, I mean, fucking humility, compassion, empathy, sympathy, all of these things, like, dude, it, it, it's not hard to show them. Like, no. you don't have to live your life according to them, but it's not hard to show them. Right. You know, it's not, it, you know, if, if fucking do the right thing for fuck's sake. Yeah. just everyone so it, and it's so it's it's so weird like when i see people th this is one thing that fucking gets me that i i'll never fucking forgive people for do not fucking leave your shopping carts in the fucking parking lot <laughs> yes. don't fucking do it like because like there's no coming if i see someone do that there's no coming back like i've judged you entirely yeah i will never fucking respect you because that is some fucking bullshit and yeah. like, I think there's, there's even a fucking theory about this. I think like some sort of anarchist, you know, like do what you do, 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 do. but uh -huh. the shit that fucking pisses me off the most is those motherfuckers that just leave that goddamn cart just sitting there. And then you got to avoid it with your car or, you know, like in my case, like I just go grab the bastard and put it in the fucking crowd. But like the fact of the matter is, is you just such a dick. Yeah. And yeah, it's dude. things, it's that concept that's met that mentality that was never that hasn't been there for a long time mm -hmm. you know like before you know back we were cool but now man no one's actually just kind of taking the time to be like decent mm -hmm. and that's it's a little fucked up you know like that that's kind of what makes me worried about all of the international shit that's going on simply because if i knew that like we were good locally and like had a good mentality uh concerning like just ethical behavior in society yeah and be like all right we're gonna be fine but we don't have that now now we've got this split and all this shit going around like on around the globe i'm like man this is fucking treacherous let's <laughs> go ugly real quick yeah man real ugly real quick this divided society falling under the shadow of a looming world war won't stand. I mean, it, it just, it can't. Um, I don't, 
you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, the, the recollections and renditions that we have of this country during World War II is entirely accurate. Right. But I do think that like what we could take away from what was going on then versus what is going on now, that that country was a lot more closely tight knit than we are today. So yeah. if this society is going to make it through a struggle as massive as a world war, especially with, you know, modern warfare tactics and things like that, <laughs> right. Right. man, we're going to need to get real cool with each other real quick. Everyone's going to have to fucking be real cool with yeah, a lot of weird shit. Real yeah, fast. man. Yeah, yeah, I get real, real chill about that. I don't know if it's gonna fucking work. Uh, I, I don't know. It's kind of weird now. Like we talk about how the like, society shifted in in the way it views everything. Uh, you can see now like this newer generation coming out of schools and then see what they've been teaching in schools. And I'm kind of like, okay, well, this actually explains things. Like this is a really good because like we were the te- like our in our age group we were the test subjects at, yeah at that you know like so they just kind of refined it and now because I'm watching them come out and like my uh my cousin's daughter she's just she went to school and came back and was just like full on you know like as far as you can go left as possible <laughs> <laughs> you know and and I was like and she's like she's a sweetheart. <laughs> In a lover, but I was like, oh, 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 I, I, I have a few words right now, but I, I saw it. And then, you know, like all my friends who actually became teachers, like I watched them kind of like shift the mold. And I was like, wow, I didn't even recognize this. But like we were talking about earlier, like with this society, is it, there's chance that like, you know, we might just have to kind of go our own ways and yeah you know like you do you we'll do what we want to do and everything will be fine hell yeah i hate saying creepy shit like that because i know the feds <laughs> are watching yeah. hey, hey hey wait just a second i get to hey give a shout out to carl hey carl how you doing man <laughs> say hi to the wife and kids <laughs> oh shit well, hey, man. Um, I feel like I feel like we've really kind of touched on a lot of bases where, you know, the need for community to exist. But before we wrap it up, like, what are some things do you think that we can be doing? Like, what are some what are some ways that we can mend those bridges that have long been gone in our communities? Oh, man, it, one of the, I I don't know. Like, I'm not a perfectly uh educated in this but i believe christ said that like you got to forgive people their sins um so don't like we don't need to hold anything against these like anybody who disagrees with us like we we should just kind of like chill the fuck out be like yeah dude you know like i my little brother's a liverpool fan and i'm an arsenal fan so like i don't hold that against them you know i'm just like yeah you're fucking you're not right you know, because Arsenal's the best team, but like I still give them credit for you know, like all right, dude, but I can live with it. Like that—that's got to be the mentality. Is you just got to fucking something about this. Like we've got a choice. We've still got a chance. 
we've got to fucking like just let shit go. Don't forget what happened. Never forget because we got to learn from the history and everything like that. And there's a lot of people like with the last couple of years that I'll never forget what they did. And I'll probably never forgive them, but those are the people in power and they earned it. Uh, but the day to day, man, just like we got to chill the fuck out. We're yeah. all getting so worked up over so much shit. Like everything just fires us day in and day out relax forgive people you know like be cool just because we don't agree with every fucking thing doesn't mean we can't hang out and get along uh, i i don't know I, i've seen so i've seen so many relationships just fucking burn to the ground in the last couple of years due to you know like either the lies or the politics or the, just the bullshit you know like everything and it fucking breaks my heart. It's like, dude, you guys gave up something good for something that you didn't even fucking know. And like, I, I it's like, let it ride. Just, yeah. <laughs> just let it ride. There's this, there's this guy, uh, Pat the Bunny. He's got this song and it says, uh, no one's going to stop you from dying young and miserable and right. If you want something better, you got to put that shit aside. Hey, that's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yo, yo, there's a lot of truth to that, dude, man. Because look, you know, that's uh, I don't, I don't have any social media other than Twitter, and that's how you know, like, that's how you and I came across one another and how we started to build this relationship. And the only reason that I still stay on Twitter is because just about everybody that I follow, well, maybe they're gonna be fucking, they're gonna say something. Someone's gonna say something funny as fuck. And that's the only reason I get on there too. And the only reason I type anything out is because like this, is, we should be fucking with everything. Yes. <laughs> you know, like yes. this is, we should be having fun. We should be smiling. We should be laughing. We should be like pulling practical jokes on everybody in our lives. We should be fucking blowing stuff up. <laughs> you know, like these are the things that we should be doing and we've all fucking lost it. We, we've lost it. We're not having the fun that we used to. And uh, I'm single-handedly going to not really do any work to make anybody get back there, but I'm also just going to start fucking, you know, throwing flaming hatchets and <laughs> fucking like Wait. my shed. And, like, <laughs> we got it. We got a, a philosophy we live by in the rooms, man. And that is attraction rather than promotion. There so, it is. So by living a life that, you know, is, is fun while, you know, somebody who's miserable sees that and they're like, man, what's that? What are you doing to get there, right? And they start to follow along, man. So I think that's just as valid as any other suggestion somebody could come up with. But it's um, time, man. It's time. We're to, we gotta fucking we gotta fuck with shit. Yeah, we're not fucking with shit enough. <laughs> there it is, man. Well, well, brother, oh, thank dude. you so much for coming uh, on, man. Dude, I I sincerely apologize for costing you probably like 30 to 40 followers <laughs> after this you're gonna man, fucking they, listen to this shit and be like oh my god he's fucking dealing with this bastard but man no, they, thanks for they having love me you on, so man. do i man so. <laughs> i appreciate it man thanks for having me on anytime uh, brother uh you know I'll, I'll i'll go and fuck off now <laughs> <laughs> all right all right there you have it guys bk Brother, thank you so much for hanging out with me. And I hope that you guys got something out of that. You know, I hope that maybe that can be the rallying cry for you to go out this week and, uh, you know, look for that person you can help in your, in your community. Maybe look at that 
person who you have not really liked just because they voted for a different guy than you did. Um, here's the thing, man. Those those neighbors we have, those people within our community and in our circles, they are the ones who are going to be there when everything else falls away. So we either learn to live with them, learn to work alongside them, or you're going to have that much more output when it comes to fighting, right? So let's not do that, man. Let's be good to our fellow man. And uh, I also want to make a little correction. So here's the thing. What you guys don't see is week after week, I will sit here and record countless intros and outros because I will mess something up. But I'm on a roll tonight. I'm feeling confident. So that intro was a one-shot deal. I got that done the first time around, which is huge. But... I also made an error. I said that I went to 470 Barbecue, and that is not it. I went to 407 Barbecue is the name of that joint. So I'm not going to go back and re-record that because that's just going to start that spiral, right? So we're just going to roll with it. But I've made the the correction here, and that's all you need to know. So uh, anyway, man, thanks a lot for for tuning in, checking out the show. Um, I have a great song for you guys. So... I have had this song kind of creep into my brain every now and again since I was a teenager. I remember hearing it way back when and thinking, man, this song is so damn good. But I never knew the name of the band and I didn't even know the name of the song. And I had it pop in my head here recently. And thank God for Google, because the couple of lines in the song that I remembered, I Googled it found the band, found the song thanks to, you know, the search engine. And uh, so, yeah. This is ass-kicking, great punk rock. This is a band called Yuppie Side, and the song is called Meat Packer. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you guys next week. Second nature. We no longer worry.